You got your coffee? I have my coffee. How about you? I've got my coffee. It's, it's, oh, you put it in my chair of the Tasman cup. I did. I feel like I should, like, product placement it, but we're not a visual medium. No, we're not. There's a bit of a... <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Thanks be to God and all that's holy, we are not. <laughs> we could be. But we're not. <laughs> but we could be. But we're not. <laughs> you want us to be visual <laughs> you don't <laughs> just email us at yeah that happened pot at gmail.com okay i'll sort it out it's fine oh right oh my god ooh, 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 our little podcast cult group thing on our facebook cult. <laughs> jesus i'm just saying hey before we it's get to been very cool it has been other people have been posting it's not just the memes that we send each other on our whatsapp I know. It's I love very it. Cool. Thank you so much yes. to other people yes. for carrying this. Yeah, and, and for sharing some of these. <laughs> God, some of them are, are great. Yeah, the I, there definitely are people. <laughs> there are people. Oh yeah. Um, we forgot to do the thing again, so we're going to do it now. Welcome back to Yeah, that happened. <laughs> We need cue cards in the worst kind of way. We really do. The podcast where we talk about history, dark history. We started out wanting to talk about really dark history, and then it took a, a turn real to, sharp left hand turn. Yeah, we we went to to we went to the light. Uh, one of us did. Well, I'm still in that shadowy place. Simba. Yes, I know you. You like the shadows, darling. What's your name? Um, we forget this part as well. I know. I forget who I am, don't I? <laughs> I'm Joyce. Oh, you guys have unplugged her toaster. It's fine. I'm Nikki. <laughs> and I'm going to unplug her toaster. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Sorry, anyway. By the way, this will come out like just before Mother's Day weekend. So happy birthday, mothers. Happy, happy birthday? birthday? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. What's wrong with me? Oh my God. So much. Happy Mother's Day is what I was trying to say. Thank you for giving birth to me, Mother's Day. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't know where my brain was. It's going to be like that this whole episode. Buckle up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. What was it that I said to you earlier? I said something really dumb. Oh, which time? (laughs) Thanks. I mean, in the past 20 minutes, I've, I've made coffee, forgotten to pour the hot water into the coffee. <laughs> we are on a roll. Wow. Tried to burn my face off with a curling iron thingy. <laughs> yeah. It's been an adventure. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. fine. <laughs> this is fine. Mm. <sighs> oh, so anyway. What are we talking about? We are talking about rivalries. Yes, of the historic kind. Of the historical kind. And the hysterical kind, too. (laughs) Do you know what's a bit of a... What? Nuisance, really. What's that? Is that when you Google historic rivalries that Mm -hmm. ended in murder, Mm -hmm. which is what I Googled... Well, of course you did. um, It comes up with sports rivalries. Yeah. And I was like, I do not care who the Chicago Bears don't like, because I know it's the Packers. And, and yeah, oh yeah. Well, right now, <laughs> I don't, a lot of the Packers fans probably aren't happy with the Packers. 
What's happened? Oh, nothing yet. They ha- they haven't announced anything yet. It's still oh, the God. the great pissing contest between AA Ron and and management. Jeez, I thought that I had missed something. No, important. no, no, no. Not the not unless I missed it before I came up oh, here. You, my Fitbit's like, are you having a heart attack, <laughs> heart attack right now? And yes, as is a matter this of an fact. infarction? <laughs> yes, actually, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. No. My active zone minutes will go up from that. Right. Do you want me to just continue to scare you like that it's occasionally? Like, are you sprinting? Because yeah. your heart rate is racing. <laughs> I ran 45 miles today. <laughs> and I didn't move the muscle. No, just panic attacked myself right into fitness. <laughs> oh, honestly. Oh, so my. I'm having my wisdom teeth out tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I can't even think. I feel sick every time I think about it. But it's better than like the swollen face and massive amounts of pain that I've been in for the last month it's fine and (laughs) I'm like legit like I feel ill (laughs) I'm pretty sure my face is green underneath my makeup there's a tinge thanks (laughs) yeah just saying this is where you're meant to say you're so pretty oh yes but but it's on my cup damn it Janet well Janet, if you would bring it over just a little closer, I could read it. <laughs> Again, we are not a visual medium. My <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway, so you're getting your teeth cut out tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Anyway, I brought it up. Yeah. I made us talk about it. Yeah, thanks but for I that. I don't want to. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. Okay. So we're doing rivalries. <laughs> Yes, and it's not sports related. Definitely not sports related. Mine's definitely not sports related. What's yours? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Or what? How are we doing this? How creepy is yours? It's not creepy at all, because I couldn't find one that involves ghosts. I tried. (laughs) I'm sure you did. Real hard. I'm sure you did. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh... Well, I'll go first then, because yes. mine, mine is Jurassic Sparks. Jurassic Sparks. Okay. Better known as the Bone Wars. The Bone Wars. Mm-hmm. Is that like a real thing? It's legitimate. You're not making this No, up. it's legitimately called the Bone Wars. Amazing. Now, I made up the first part, of course, but yeah. No, I like it, though. It's a catchier title. I think it is. I, the I, Bone Wars makes me just think it's like... Yeah, no, and it's not. Something way more fun. Yeah, and it's not. <laughs> oh god oh so anyway for about 30 years there was a feud slash rivalry between two gentlemen edward drinker cope i kid you not (laughs) i checked and rechecked and that is truly the middle name i i don't get it drinker Uh, was this in like the 1800s i feel like they all had Really good names. names. Oh, well, wait till you get this first name. Okay, I can't wait. Othniel. O-T-H-N-I-E-L. Othniel. It's like a handmaid's tale name. Yes, it is. C. Marsh. Othniel. May the Lord open. (laughs) Othniel March. Blessed day, Othniel. Oh, God. Under his eye. (laughs) Under my eye, actually. (laughs) So, spoiler alert. Othniel March actually had a Mr. Peabody. Okay. Yep. And these two literally blew up paleontology. Like exploded it or made it grow? Blew up paleontology in America. Well, 
There, uh, what there are blow up as there, in like there are uh, well publicized it. Okay, what what was the title of this? Uh, yeah, no, okay. okay. <laughs> they there's exploded a, a science. There, they did. There's that's a, a thing that can happen. Yeah, there's a there's a theme. This is why I don't chemistry. Yeah, well, yeah, just talk to Cindy. She can tell you firsthand why I don't chemistry. I'm gonna need this story, oh. Cindy, and I know you're listening. Oh my god! I expect it in a very public way on the group, please. <laughs> Thank you. I think she kind of well, she referenced it. She didn't go through the whole. I mess. want the whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> please, in the nicest way that I can possibly ask. <laughs> Beg, even okay, okay. So to begin with, these mm-hmm. two were from extremely different worlds. Cope came from a very wealthy family in Philly. Whereas Marsh was from a less privileged background. Marsh is Othniel, right? Yes, Othniel. Yeah. Oth- whatever his yeah, name him. is. Of Neil. Of Neil, yes. <laughs> well, he came from Lockport, New York. However, Sherman, he had a Mr. Peabody, George Peabody. Okay. The co-founder of J.P. Morgan and Company. Like the Peabody Hotel? And the father of modern philanthropy. Philanthropy. Yeah, that was his uncle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was from a less than privileged home. I don't know what kind of family feud caused that one, but that's... I want to know, though. Yeah, that's the way that rolled. So J.P. Morgan, I need that story. <coughs> Excuse me. So both of these guys, however, were very accomplished in natural history, zoology. Of course. And when they met in Berlin in 1864, they seemed to get along well. Um because and apparently western europe at that time was where everyone went to find fossils that was where of all course. of the big fossil digs were okay um so apparently um there's also a thought that cope's family may have sent him there to avoid conscription in the civil war oh, okay uh, so that that could have been a factor for him being That's, in berlin I mean, at that point in time as well i also yeah, that get it. entirely possible. <laughs> um, so anyway, they they got on well apparently, and it seemed that they they even went so far as to name species after one another. Oh, at that's the different... quite sweet. It was. This is a regular bromance. Yeah, while they were working in Berlin, but that's cool. Not long into it, I actually did call it a bromance. They realized they had some very very big fundamental differences. Cope was a neo-Lamarckist. You need to explain that. I I have it in parentheses to wait for you. Uh Uh-huh, okay, Uh good. I'm glad that you know me. Yeah, I do. He (laughs) subscribed to the theory that characteristics acquired during an organism's lifetime are passed on to or inherited by the following generation. Okay. Like evolutionary, like our thumbs are currently changing to accommodate smartphones and our next generation might use them differently. Or like the idea of inherited memories being in your DNA. I, and Is it one of those? I, it's like that, yes. Did and I sound smart? You sounded so smart. So good, right? And Marsh was a Darwinist. Okay. Heavy on the natural selection there. Okay. Okay. There was also a personality difference. <laughs> Can I just, sorry to interrupt you for the 80th time, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but why would Darwinism and neo 
Lamarcus. Lamarcus is a I, because I, I think it's rather like a nature versus nurture situation where one is the memories are passed on just genetically and the other is where nature sorts it okay did and you see recently that there is more evidence for inherited memories in your dna no which I is did the not. only reason i knew that phrase oh yeah. yeah, but you sounded so smart, Gail. Thank you. So, I watch a lot of Jurassic Park. I, yeah, but, and that was what was great when I was doing <laughs> this. I was in the midst of the great Jurassic Park marathon with the, man, the, the, the little boy, and mm-hmm. it was like, wow. Okay, this... Parenting win over here. I yeah. let our five-year-old watch Jurassic Park. And he loved it, just All for the record. the Jurassic Parks. And he loved His it. His favorite's Jurassic World. He has a thing <laughs> for Owen. <laughs> Not, like... Yeah. Like, he, like, wants to be Owen. Mm-hmm. Like, this is his new goal in life. <laughs> hey, everybody's got to have goals. Yeah. Okay, so Cope was um, combative, quick-tempered, um, just a, a very a strong, forceful, yes, dickhead, basically. Okay. Um, Marsh, however, was introverted, uh, methodical, stable, more quiet. Just, I like him. You know, yeah, I do too. Side. So opposites do attract, but in this case, they repelled one another as well, and it got explosive. The There was an article in the vintagenews.com that says the only things personality-wise that these two shared was a suspicious nature and a confrontational spirit. <laughs> so does that tell you what kind of assholes we're dealing with here? Okay? I mean, oh that's, that is the God. sole thing personality-wise they had in common. Everything else, so complete much. and total opposites. Yeah. Okay. So you can see. I where can the, think of a few people. Yeah. So this is setting up to be. Who have those sorts of. Yeah. This, yeah. this is setting up to be great fun. So in uh, 1869, rich uncle Peabody dies, and Marsh is suddenly a rich man. Okay. So now the financial playing field is leveled between these two, or a little more level at least. Mm -hmm. And our buddy Marsh um, puts his newfound wealth to good use. Um, The legend of the Bone Wars starts out in New Jersey about a year before Marsh gets his bank account okay um topped up so in 18 i'm sorry i'm reading and ugh. okay and, in <laughs> a, I'm, and it's terrible but i have to read it because it's been a while okay so in 1868 um cope was working at the cretaceous marl pits in south new jersey the marl what? pits um marl is and i actually looked it up so that i would remember what it was it's like a clay and lime fertilizer is basically what they use it for okay so, yeah, they have all those pits. Cretaceous marl pits. Mm-hmm. Is this like a fossil hotbed? Yeah, apparently it was. I love it. Why? And it was in been? South Jersey. So, I, don't, I mean. In I, South Jersey. Yeah. I mean. Were they it, just clearing it to make way for the parkway? I, well, I don't know if it was that or if this was just, you know, actual. The, the, the body dumps had been going on way longer <laughs> than we knew. This one doesn't look like a this dinosaur. Is a, this, this, looks... this might be a Hoffa. This I'm looks not sure. like Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, That's exactly. So weird. That was definitely a... well before he was born, but he's here. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Anyway, so in the Marl Pits there in South Jersey is uh, where the part skeleton of Hadrosaurus had been found. <gasps> 
Like the first one. Uh-huh. And, and at least in America. And Cope. So, Cop invites, or Cope, I guess, invites Marsh to the site, ostensibly, um, just to look over. To be the, like, look at this cool shit I found. Yeah, look at the plethora of fossils I have, you know, at this site. Okay. Pretty sure he wasn't suddenly overcome with warm, fuzzy feelings of sharingness. So more than likely, it was just a classic neener, neener, neener. I've got more bones than you have. But <laughs> there's um, a dirty joke. In there. there is, but please don't. Not right now. There's a size matters joke coming later. Yes. Um, but it was the invite that changed paleontology for the next 25 years. Oh, okay, okay. So Marsh realized that Cope wasn't getting his hand sturdy or doing any work at all at the site, really. He was paying miners in the area to bring him the best bones they found. So Marsh decided... Bring me your bones. Exactly. Marsh decided what's good for you, Cope is good you for there, me. I want your bones. I want your bones. Only he took it one step further and um, paid, some say bribed, some miners to send the bones that they found north to New Haven to him rather than to Cope's facility in Cutting Philly. Cutting him off at the pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the so dirt, Cope's the, not even on site. He has no idea what's going on. No. They Cope's, could have unearthed yeah, Godzilla. Cope's, yeah, Cope's in and Philly. And he would have and, just been and like, eh. He's used to getting, you know, his stash of really good bones from there for him to look at and <laughs> label and just don't. Um, oh, and so, you know, suddenly... Somebody out there is like, the best bones come from Jersey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so suddenly he's not getting so much of the bones as he used to. Yeah. He's in a dry spell, you would say. Yes. And so, as expected... He finds out, blows his top, and this is pre-social media, but it's basically a Twitter war. Okay. Um, <laughs> writing letters. Dear yeah, sir. Honest to God. You they stole did. my bones. They did a letter writing campaign Amazing. against one another. It God, is hysterical. So they, they begin um, trying to discredit one another in every way possible, in every scientific journal possible. Um, and every publication that's available to them. At one point, Marsh publicly pointed out that Cope, in assembling a plesiosaur, 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 like Nessie. I was going to okay. say that's what yeah, it's a they Nessie. hypothesized that the Loch it's a Ness, Ness No, it's Nessie. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Nessie. It's Nessie's cousin, American cousin. Um, so. uh, it's the um. Oh shit! There's a lake. There's a legend. Um, 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 um It's going to come to me later. I'm going to okay. Google it while you're talking. Okay, so anyway, he points out publicly that Cope had put <laughs> Nessie's head up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? The story goes that, that, that um, when Cope assembled this, this skeleton, he somehow or another wound up putting the head at where the tail came out, thinking that that was the, the um, thoracic part of the skeleton. You and just in, used a big science word. And instead of that, it was actually the tailbone. Amazing. So he actually put Nessie's head up its ass. Up its ass. I love uh, it. I know. Ogopogo. Or Ogopogo. I don't know. Ogopogo. That's the monster I'm thinking of. Okay. That's meant to be like the American version of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, okay. Well, so Cope, anyway, after after he's been embarrassed publicly and finds out about this, he goes out put and spins... <laughs> ass loads of money to buy up every publication that carried this article that Marsh had published 
<laughs> so it's it was, like that time that Barbara was it Barbara <clears throat> Streisand got her um her there's a picture of her house that got out on the internet and she tried to have it scrubbed, but of mm. course that just made people share it mm-hmm. even more. Right. It's like that. It is like that. So the genie's out of the bottle and Cope's reputation it took a huge hit, obviously. I mean, you know, when you put Nessie's head up his ass, it's it's gonna happen. It's not where it goes. Yeah, it's not where it goes. So yeah, people are gonna notice. Um Maybe it is, and we've had it wrong this whole time. Yeah, well, anyway, Mr. Cope did not take this public humiliation well. <laughs> so, what does one do when one has been publicly humiliated? Blow shit up. Blow shit up. Not yet. I'm waiting one, for one it. One poaches fossils from the rival's dig site. Okay. So, he finds out. Because one's rival has already done that. Yes. So, now he starts poaching. Oh, my God. So, amazing. Everywhere Marsh goes to set up a dig site, Cope comes in and starts paying guys to hijack the the, <laughs> the bones off so the they're site. they're getting it. Even when they're so getting far, paid from both sides. Some of them did, and and amazing. Yes, some I of love them, this. some of them were double dipping in the yes. truest sense of the word. Um, and there was at one point they were going so far as to put, um, like fake bones. In each other's sights. <laughs> I mean, I, the, like those the, people that hide fake skeletons under their decks when they're built. Yes, I mean the, these these that. guys did uh, the ridiculousness. Amazing is just, and they did this. They they go all the way through Kansas, Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska. I mean, they are just chasing each other around yes following each other's dig sites and screwing up each other's dig sites oh my god so now granted uh, the good thing about this is it did bring tons of fossils to the scientific community hence a good blowing up i suppose Mm -hmm. um but they were in such a rush to one up one another and to publish (laughs) and and to prevent the other from getting any success and being recognized that Asteroids of mistakes have been made, obviously. <laughs> and uh, one of the articles I read said, so naturalists have spent 150 years or so trying to clean up this mess. <laughs> Amazing. So speaking of messes, so the period in the, this feud is where they really do get messy. During uh, the 1870s, mid-1870s to late-1870s, um, they took to hiring the miners to spy on one another, okay? <laughs> Steal the fossils, we know this, and send them all back east. Then, in an act of escalation, the rock chuckers were deployed. I'm sorry, the what? Yeah, rock chuckers. One or both camps had guys chucking rocks at the other side to drive them off of a dig site. <laughs> Once, apparently, um, it neared a gunfight kind of okay corral style oh my god um, no shots were fired however okay so but, it just circled around the idea of a gunfight yeah they, they apparently guns were drawn but nobody decided to fire the first they shot mainly just worded at each other i think and, and threw rocks they, they did throw a lot of rocks okay <laughs> so the next step what do you do if you've chucked rocks and called each other names and almost come to a gunfight you have a gunfight. No, you blow shit up. <laughs> oh, so I was a little bit premature you, with my blow shit up earlier. Yes, I you, thought there might be further escalation no, you, before you, you just explode things. No, you, you, you blew shit. You had, what was it? Uh, uh, oh. Now I can think as excited utterance. That's not what I meant. 
Premature. That's it. Premature. Yes. Ejaculation. ablation. <laughs> That's it. That's a word. Yeah, it is now. So they hired some guys to come in after the best bones had been recovered from, <laughs> from different sites. And then dynamite. Science the, first, you know. Yeah. Dynamite the site. Oh, my gosh. So we don't have any idea the untold numbers of fossils that were lost due to these two oh, my egos. I mean, I just, the, the, this is why egos are so still egomaniacs. This is, this is why men are so Best, stupid. They just really make me crazy. But it kept the opposing scientist from discovering anything. So, you know. <laughs> if I'm not going to discover it, you're not, not going to discover it. If I can't have it, you can't. Yes, exactly. So now you get the Jurassic Parks and Sparks and blowing up shit. Reference. I do. Good. I do. Okay, so so Marsh and Cope wind up pretty Sorry, much dog. <laughs> bankrupting each other. And by the time Cope dies in 1897, he was having to actually get his hands dirty and dig some fossils again. Oh, I know. It's very sad. The injustice. March, the indignity. Yeah, and, and March, March, Marsh was excluded by his colleagues, pretty much just sent off to the side just you know you you've done more damage than you've done good (laughs) off you fuck yes but there was one more shot to be fired oh good this is the good one okay when cope was dying he issued a challenge to marsh saying he was going to donate his brain to science to have it measured because he was sure (laughs) his brain was bigger making him therefore smarter but as all things between these two, Marsh didn't take the bait, so he got the last laugh, I guess, because Cope's skull is now still sitting in the University of Pennsylvania, and the world <coughs> will never, ever know how, how big, big his, his brain, brain was, was, or how that he was actually the smartest, so... Oh yeah. my So God. this is what you do if you want to take a petty bicker to an epic level. I mean, I, mean, I do. I always want to take it there. But, yeah, I mean, these guys just... At one point, I think, I can't remember which of them it was now, but one of them became um, the head of, uh, like, the Natural History uh, Museum in the Smithsonian. What? And, well... Were they not, like, not, you're a joke? Yeah, not for long. Well, what he did... <laughs> <laughs> was screw around with the other guy's digs and not take and and not take the bones in and the other one at one point became uh head of the texas geological survey and <laughs> so then it, he started telling um the opposite camp that they could no longer dig on on government they had to fund their own digs they could no longer take federal funding for their digs because they hadn't done the, the correct paperwork. I, I oh, mean, the bureaucracy. I, honest to God, I have never seen two more venal, disgusting. I mean, this takes a bitch fight to a level that I, I was amazed. I kind of love it. Oh yeah, I mean, and honestly, if you if you want to see something funny, there's a guy uh, that did a, a YouTube video. There's there, that is great. I mean, he a visual medium. Yes, he did several of them, and they were really good. The other thing is, um, interesting engineering has a, a really good article on these guys. But they were. This is a rivalry that I'm glad I know about now. But I really kind of sort of wish I didn't because I just want. I love it. I just want to strangle them. I mean, to blow up all that that 
the potential knowledge because my brain's bigger than your brain. You know, it's like, oh, you idiot. Yeah. You're both stupid. You're both <laughs> dumb. Both of your brains are tiny. Both of you, you have tiny little brains. <laughs> God. It's the smallest brain I've ever seen. Exactly. And no, it's not cold outside. <laughs> it isn't normal. It doesn't happen to everyone. <laughs> okay. You're a kid power. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. I hate that evil laugh. You it's know not, I hate that evil laugh. It's not that. I mean, it is dark for why people die. But it's not as <laughs> dark as some of the things that I've... That you've done before? Okay. That I've done. It's it's not the darkest thing I've done. Oh, well, that's, that's saying something. So one of the best things I read about this was on a blog called Thoughts from Afar. Mm-hmm. That said something along the lines of the only exciting thing to ever happen in... I'm going to say Gila or Gila County... Arizona. Gila. Gila? Okay. That's what I thought. Like a Gila monster. Like a Gila monster. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they said something along the lines of the only exciting thing that ever happened in Gila County, Arizona was the Pleasant Valley War. <laughs> <laughs> However, Wikipedia tells me that most of the events of the Pleasant Valley War didn't even happen in Gila County. <laughs> so they kind of they happened in the nearby Apache and Navajo counties as well as other parts of Arizona. <laughs> so take what you will about the state of Gila County from that statement. Pleasant Valley War. Uh-huh. That's why I chose it. The name alone. I mean, and the I, names it, in it, this, they do not disappoint. It, I mean, it's like oxymoron central. <laughs> oh, just wait. Oh, it gets better? Yeah. Okay. You ready to have some excitement? Sure. Okay. This is hopefully going to be a wild ride that will include murder and a million cowboy references. Oh, goody. Cue my vest, my my vest, my best rancher voice. Oh, goody. See, it's not just the French. (laughs) The Irish. Or the Scouts. (laughs) Or the Scots and English I can offend. It's everyone. I'm an equal opportunity opportunity offender. Accent destroyer. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm coming for the ranchers now, it would seem. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Roy Rogers lookout. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the story of how an argument over some stolen cattle eventually grew to involve cattlemen's associations, mercenaries, lawmen, cowboys, and I guess anyone else who wanted to shoot at someone. <laughs> So, let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place (coughs) to start. start. (laughs) Uh, The Graham family, brothers John and Thomas, had immigrated to the Pleasant Valley area, which is now known as Young, Arizona. I don't know where that is. Okay. Um, Because I didn't look at a map. What was the name? And I did this a couple weeks ago. Spell the name? Young. Oh, Young. Okay, gotcha. Like me, I'm Young. Like Young. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> um, which is now known as Young, from Northern Ireland via Ohio. Okay. They first staked a claim in the area in 1881. The Tewksbury's. <laughs> God. <laughs> led by Ed. <laughs> Ed, come, Ed come from San Francisco. Oh, they dear. had a successful ranching operation with lots of cattle and horses. Mm-hmm. It seems that John and Thomas Graham may have even come to the area at the invitation of their friend, Ed Tewksbury. Mm-hmm. Now, this is sounding familiar. The families were tight-knit. 
And then, about a year into this happy little arrangement, a man named Jim Stinson came to Pleasant Valley. Uh oh. Big Jim. Big Jim. <laughs> Jim Stinson. There it is. Oh, you did it. <laughs> I did. I'm going to do it a lot. One of my favorite things that I read is that he had sold his previous land to Mormon settlers who had established a town on the site. And the town is called Snowflake. Oh, and that just tickles me. In Arizona, snowflakes. snowflakes. Okay. I don't know if his previous land was in Arizona or if he had it somewhere oh, else. okay. But he ended up in Arizona okay. after leaving Snowflake. Okay. Um, <laughs> but back to Big Jam. Oh, he was a bit of a dick, really. <laughs> Stenson had quite a lot of cattle and began grazing them wherever the fuck he wanted, including on the ranches that the two families owned. Eventually, Stenson made an accusation that changed everything in Pleasant Valley and mm. turned it into Unpleasant Valley. Unpleasant Valley. Unpleasant. You saw it coming, didn't you? I did. You flagged that one. I did. Yeah. It's, it could not have been more obvious in my <laughs> I <child>. know. It. <laughs> okay. Stenson accused both the Graham and Tewksberries of cattle rustling by altering his very simple T-shaped brand. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, they denied these charges. So, in January of 1883, Stenson sent four men, a foreman, a foreman a is form. what I tried to okay. say, okay. but failed, okay. um, named John Gilliland. <laughs> Oh, yeah. John I, Gilligan. Yeah, and I thought Othniel was bad. All righty. We have Gilligan. We have Gilligan. Sent him on a three-hour tour. I was just going to ask. <laughs> Along with some cowboys. The Skipper the, and Marianne, too? I literally have that written down somewhere. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, in the next... Literally, I said, in the next paragraph, uh -huh. The Skipper and Marianne. Yeah. I was trying to remember the song. I was like, just sit back, back, and we'll tell a tale. <laughs> Okay, so we have Skipper and Marianne going. Anyway, just wait for that, okay? okay. I All wasn't right. there yet. You, okay. you okay. cut me off at the pass. You stole my bones. Sorry, dude. <laughs> so, along with some cowboys to the Tewksbury Ranch to confront Ed Tewksbury about the rustling, <laughs> the Graham brothers also happened to be at the Tewksbury Ranch when Gilligan arrived. Oh, dear. Gilliland, but I'm calling him Gilligan from I like now on. Gilligan, it's easier. Yeah. Words were exchanged. <laughs> As you would. Words turned into... Bullets. Not words. Mm. <laughs> yes. Gilliland, <laughs> Gilligan, yeah, fired Gilligan? his gun aiming for Ed Tewksbury. He missed. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> but Tewksbury fired back and wounded two, the two people Gilliland brought with him. And this is where I wrote, I'm imagining the skipper and Marianne. Thanks, Mother, for killing it. I can't believe I actually got the two that you would have you wrote know. about. Out Initially, I was going to put the howls down, but then yeah. I figured nobody would remember the, them. Yeah, or the professor the or Ginger. and his wife. Mm -hmm. um, you're welcome, everyone. Uh, okay. Gilligan and his whole crew left. Okay, so Gilligan not only couldn't navigate, but he was a bad shot, too. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Good to know. Not not his best skill sets. He's he's not great. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm glomming on to that notion at this point. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this that seem to be real bad shots. <laughs> Day or three at the firing range wouldn't have hurt them. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. For sure. Just okay. wait till we get to a part where you're going to be like, why? Okay. <laughs> um, they, they left. And apparently they tried to charge Ed with murder. Even though everyone left this confrontation very much alive and unharmed. Did he kill a cow or something? No, or no. Or? Everyone was alive. Did, did no. He, did he kill a fence post? No. No. Okay. He, he killed his own pride, maybe. I don't know. This was ridiculous and was obviously thrown out. Right. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stinson was trying to make nice with the Grams. And he made them an offer they couldn't, couldn't refuse. refuse. Was there a horse head involved here? <laughs> Probably was, actually, let's okay. be honest. All the Grams had to do was to be state's witness against the Tewksbury's. Oh, jeez. And in return, they would get 50 head of cattle each. Oh. So they did it. Well. Right? I mean, come on, you get steak dinner for a year. I mean. At least. At least. There's like a lot of grams, okay? Yeah, okay. Uh, the Grams filed a complaint against the Tewksbury family, saying that they had been rebranding Stinson's cattle. Because <laughs> remember, his brand is just a letter T. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Not even a bar tea, just a tea. Just a tea. A rebranding that tea. <laughs> this meant that Ed and Frank Tewksbury had to ride all the way to Prescott, which was a three-day ride, in order to answer to the charges. I'll bet they weren't having saddle sore and pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> when he was there, the judge apparently saw right through Graham's fakery. No! And issued a warrant for the Graham's arrest. Under perjury charges. Oh, sweet Jesus. The families then had to make the long and, I imagine, awkward journey home again. And it was during this journey that Frank Tewksbury became ill and died oh. of pneumonia. Ed blamed Stinson and Gilligan mm-hmm. for his death. And the wedge between the families grew even more. Okay. Cut to July of 1884, when John Tewksbury and three others, Ed Rose, William Richards, and George Blaine, all visited the Stinson Ranch to discuss an upcoming rodeo. Well, as you do, you've got to plan a rodeo. You've got to plan these rodeos. You can't just go into them willy-nilly. You can't just lasso What, you think you just put some cows in a paddock, get a rope, and tie shit up? Just lasso You're just going to hop on that bull without any planning? I don't think so <laughs> but you can shoot at people with no planning you okay. can just shoot at people willy-nilly but you can't you that can't. don't take planning but this rodeo no, is serious do. business good long as we understand the rules if that is not the most wild thing <laughs> wild west thing ever oh dear not surprisingly they were not welcomed gee i can't imagine the ranch foreman basically told them all to bugger off with <laughs> the exception of ed rose who was a neutral party okay this led to an argument, and once again, word turn word words mm-hmm. turned into not words, uh-huh. and shots were fired. Did anybody get hit this time? This time, though, people were hit. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you're they... really just cutting me off at the pass every time. Sorry, man. dude. Of great minds. It's like our brains think alike. That inherited memory thing. It, this is our inherited DNA. It's oh, dear. sarcasm. Oh, um, it's strong in this one. <laughs> it is strong. Okay. Um, so, this time people were hit. The Stinson foreman, Marion McCann. <laughs> yeah, the names are just going to get better, okay? Okay. Keep Settle going. in for that. Right, keep going. 
Marion McCann and George Blaine were having it out when Blaine shot at McCann but missed. <laughs> McCann turned around and shot George Blaine right in the throat. <gasps> in retaliation, John Tewksbury tried to shoot Marion McCann, <laughs> but apparently everyone on this side is a bad shot <laughs> because he also missed and was injured. Oh, God. They turned tail and ran. <laughs> and George actually survived his wounds very surprisingly wow okay uh sometime in 1885 it seems that stinson peaced out and left arizona leaving a bit of a mess in his way i was gonna say so he just <laughs> left all that big mess <laughs> taking the grim security with him oh my this left the graham family in an awkward situation Ah, yeah, I'd say. And it only got worse when they were discovered to have been driving cattle that did not belong to them. Oh. Then came the sheep. Oh, dear. Something I discovered when reading about this that I'd never knew before, obviously, is that apparently there's a long-standing dislike between cattle people and, and sheep, sheep people. people. Yeah, they actually the range wars were uh, between the the cattlemen and the the sheep herders. Yeah, that they do not. Yeah, no. I never knew this. Oh yeah, that was a big thing. Um. Yeah. So apparently it is like cat versus dog people, but with guns. Mm -hmm. I guess it's something to do with the sheep being like the greedy animal equivalent of a lawnmower and mm -hmm. not leaving enough food, food for, the, for the, cattle. the cattle. Yeah. And they like overgraze. Yeah. Um and they leave the soil in like a really shit condition. Right. So what's a Tewksbury to do? <laughs> Shoot something. They buy some sheep herds. Oh dear. Because the Grands now have cattle. Oh my. Like just to be a little bit petty. They went from I'm, I'm, cattle I'm, farmers to sheep farmers. Just because, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting. We should have just called this the pettiness episode. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> so they bought sheep herds and started grazing them, which pissed off the Grams even more. Mm -hmm. So the rivalry deepened. Interestingly, though, the Tewksburys had most of the cattlemen's associations on their side throughout all of this, which I find it like funny. It did divide a lot of the cattlemen in the area, but a lot of them ended up on the Tewksbury side. Hmm. And I don't know if it's just like long-standing relationships. Maybe they were in their pocket a little bit or a no, lot that would, bit. That, that, that would be my guess. As a lot of people were, you're going to find out. Can, can one say bribery? <laughs> uh-huh. One of the Tewksbury sheep herders was then murdered by a Graham supporter. Oh, dear. A man named Andy Cooper. <coughs> Andy, though, was actually named Andy Blevins, which is a great name. Okay. And had moved to the area with his father, Mart Blevins. <laughs> Brothers, John, Charlie, Sam. Have you finished drinking your coffee? Yes, I just swallowed. And Hamp. <laughs> I just didn't want coffee everywhere. That's all. <laughs> yep. This is like the Three Stooges and Shemp. <laughs> Mart and Hamp. Yeah. Okey I should have done that all in my rancher voice. Mm. Brothers, John, Charlie, Sam, and Hamp. Okay. Now, Andy was using an alias because he was, wait for it, on the lamb. <laughs> Yikes. And wanted 
in Texas. Oh, bad dad joke. He was on the lamb. Oh, I didn't even think of it. Wow. Shit, I'm a comedic genius and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Not not even. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, This is where it gets even more complicated because there are other factions that come into play. The first being... Oh. <laughs> the Hash Knife Cowboys. <laughs> Sorry, that was too Southern. Hash Knife. <coughs> hash Knife. Hash Knife Cowboys. Okay. What, I don't, what, what, I'm not getting it right with this no, word. No, what, 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 what is it? Um, they were a large cattle outfit who were known for being rowdy, violent, and keen on a fight. Right. Like, they were just Karens. Okay. Um... But since their presence in the town benefited the residents financially, because they also like to, you know, go out and spend a, right, all their spend money, the bug, yeah. uh, they were pretty much left to do whatever they wanted. Gunfights in the streets became commonplace, like in the movies, like literally yeah. OK Corral style, Yeah, I'll see you at high noon. Mm-hmm. And or I'll shoot you in the back when you're walking across the street. Yeah, That gotcha. is a lot of what happened. Oh, well. A lot of a what happened. A lot happens. of what happened. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm going with that probably helped in the escalation. <laughs> they fought not only to protect their cattle, but also for fun, and liked to rough up other ranchers, and especially didn't like sheep herders. Mm. Okay. They're cattlemen. They're cattlemen. Another faction is the Dags Brothers. <laughs> uh, Dag. who were Dags. Okay. Which is funny because they're, they end up being in sheep. <laughs> is is that a thing like in america, america are sheep then. poos called dags like when they the reason that you d- cut uh, well dock the tails of lambs is because when they poo the poo gets stuck in the wool and then they get these giant dags that basically block their bum hole mm. and it can like lead to all sorts of problems i don't know I, are I they called know. dags there I like you have to cut any... the dags off our cat gets dags yeah i i don't know I've, I've it's super gross never never met a sheep herder in it uh, the America. number of times i've had to like hold my cat down and pull the dags off her butt it's gross. <laughs> okay more information than i ever needed she's just okay let's useless just... at grooming let's just go back to the have you da- never heard our small person run around going nala's got a dag yeah i have but <laughs> yeah. i yeah okay yeah. okay <laughs> we try to keep on top of it yeah. we don't want problems with her <laughs> but she doesn't appreciate our de-dagging <laughs> okay so th- th- this this town full of de-dagged sorry <laughs> so where were we another faction's called the dag brothers right the dags brothers mm-hmm. who were successful businessmen from phoenix who decided to start sheep ranching and quickly became the largest sheep operation in that area of northern Arizona, Colorado, and New Mexico. So they're like a bit of a big deal, really. Okay. They were attorneys and quite political, and used those connections to exert influence over other attorneys, judges, politicians, you name it. They pretty much had carte blanche. Mm. Um, then there's Fred Wells and his crew. it's a lot of people and it's gonna get a little confusing okay and don't ask me to remember who anyone is okay (laughs) they were cattlemen who had gone into debt to run their ranch Mm -hmm. now they like borrowed mass amounts of money they didn't want to join in or choose sides but they were coerced into it by the heavy hand of their creditors 
okay. who basically told them to join the Graham side or to forfeit their ranch and livestock. Oh, so nice. Fred Wells trained a ranch hen named Russell Burnham to shoot and made him join his family in this fight. Well, at least somebody got trained on how to shoot. I'm not sure. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, so and far, that's the only thinking thing I've just, heard. Just wait. Um, so I'm not sure why this next thing happened. I'm not, I don't know whether they were trying to, like, move because they didn't want to be involved or what. But it's, it's not really explained anywhere that I could see. But the Wells began to drive their cattle up into the mountains and they were pursued by deputies who were loyal to the Grams. And this confuses me because they were meant to be on the Grams' side, but maybe they were trying to say no. I don't know. Um, but either way, they were stopped by the deputies, and a conflict happened. In the course of wording at each other, mm-hmm. one of the Wells' dogs bit a deputy, who then <laughs> shot the dog, which is arguably the worst part of this story. Um, I should have... The dog dies. I should have put the warning at the beginning. Mm. Um, This led to Fred's son, John Wells, Burnham, and some others drawing their guns. But before they could shoot them, the deputy dropped dead in front of them, having been shot from a very long distance by Fred Wells, who was like a little bit of a sharpshooter. Well... He's like a bit of a... little sniper action there. A little sniper. Okay. Just a little bit of snip-snip from afar. Uh, This is so confusing. Like, I don't understand why this happened. So then they took the other... The the living deputy. There were two of them. Mm -hmm. One's dead. The other one's living. They Mm -hmm. took him hostage. And um, they wouldn't release him until he agreed not to tell the authorities about them killing the first deputy. And in return, the living deputy was going to be able to have some cattle, and the Wellses agreed to help the cattlemen when needed. But this deputy just went back to town and reported the incident. Well, of course you would. Like, yes. as you would. You'd yeah. be like, I'll take my cows with me. Bye. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, if the Grams were just pissed off that the Wells were leaving, because apparently they have the only people who are trained with a gun. Maybe. Because, I mean, truly. I mean, it's like, seriously? You're the only guys yeah. who can shoot straight. Could you? Please don't leave us. <laughs> and from far away. <laughs> So this kind of, like, ramped up the hostilities that were already simmering away under the surface Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also led to Russell Burnham essentially being a marked man with a price on his head. Well. The Tewksbury's just referred to him as an... Hold on, let me me get it. An unknown gunman. Mm. Gotta talk through your teeth, you see. Those are the worst kind, the ones that are unknown. I wish you guys could see my mother's face when she does that. No, you don't. She's got teeth bared. It's incredible. <coughs> An unknown gunman. Mm-hmm. And he had to go into hiding until he could escape from the increasingly misnamed Pleasant Valley. <laughs> it sounds like Douglas Adams. Right? <laughs> This is. You need to think about rebranding at this stage. I'm just saying. Go change the damn sign. Knock about 40 people off your population and change the damn sign. Uh Name of the town is not Pleasant Valley anymore. It is is not. God. What followed was a series of posses being formed on each side. And then. 
raiding or shooting the other side. (laughs) And apparently it became so frequent that the thoughts from a far blog said it was pretty much weekly. Oh my god. (laughs) So here's a few incidents that are highlighted. Oh goody, the highlights, huh? I'm going to try to do my best rancher voice. In February of 1887, a Tewkesbury sheep herder was working in an area that had previously been like an okay I'm, I give up. It had yeah. previously been like an agreed upon no sheep area. <laughs> and he was just like I'm going to take the sheep here anyway. No sheep Sherlock. <laughs> no no sheep. Um oh sheep. <laughs> and he but then th- this get this is sad. We shouldn't be laughing. Oh, okay, sorry. Um <laughs> Okay. When he was ambushed by John Graham and brutally murdered, mm-hmm. he was decapitated, mm-hmm. buried, uh-huh. and then the sheep were destroyed. Oh, well, destroying the sheep was really uncalled for. Right? <laughs> I'm sure that the fact that this man was Navajo had absolutely nothing to do with the brutality of his murder at all. Oh, was he a Navajo? Yeah, he oh, was. Man. Okay. So now I'm pissed off. Okay. Right? Keep going. Thank okay. You. I'm glad that you could hear the sarcasm in that last sentence. Wow. No, like, nothing to do with the fact that his murder seems to be the most egregious. Yes, okay. Um, in August of the same year, Mark Blevins oh, no. stole some horses, and then they went missing. He suspected that they were secondarily stolen. <laughs> By the Tewksbury's. <laughs> so he went searching. Thievery adjacent. <laughs> God. Secondary thievery. Oh my He was God. never found again. But his knife, horse, and rifle were found. Not far <laughs> from Tewksbury land. Oh, well, that's enough to convict Which him. sounds like a really dark theme park. This is Tewksbury land. <laughs> you might die. Located in Pleasant Valley. <laughs> Located in Pleasant Valley. Like you, but you have to do it with the biggest air quotes. This is Pleasant Valley. <laughs> we all float down here. <laughs> we all float. Oh, um, yeah. So where was I? Oh. His knife, horse, and rifle were far not far from Chooksbury Island. Hamp Blevins met with some hash knife cowboys while searching, and apparently told them that. He's on his way to start a war. <laughs> Tewksbury's did you see my, yeah, my the teeth? Tewksbury's did it. <laughs> the Tewksbury's did it, and I'm about to start me a war. There you go. Um, I guess they joined in because they liked shooting. Sounds like a good set way to spend your Saturday night. So you this know. merry little band approached <laughs> a ranch where Jim and Ed Tewksbury were just sitting down for their dinner with some others. Oh, dear. Joe Boyer and Jim Roberts. <laughs> Hamp then drew his gun and started shooting. Someone blew Hamp's head right off his body. <laughs> and he, I'd just like to point out that my mother's laughing at this. I'm just the visual I have. It's like, why do these guys have guns? And then a few of the hash knife cowboys went down too. But none of the Tewksbury crew were injured. Well, again, why do these idiots have... <laughs> why do they keep shooting? Now we know why they wanted the whales back. Yeah, they right? were the They're only... Like, we need you. you. Exactly. Desperately. God. Then, <laughs> only like a week later, someone shot William Graham while he was out rounding up his horses. 
Now, before he died, though, he claimed that Ed Tewksbury had <laughs> killed him. Of course, it was, he was Tewksbury. I think he's it. the one that was shot in the stomach, and he, like, staggered back to his house. <laughs> and by the time he got there, his intestines were, like, trailing behind oh, him. Oh, jeez. Like, they're just hanging out of yeah. his body like some macabre <laughs> sausage casing. I was going to say trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> like a trail of breadcrumbs. Intestinal breadcrumbs. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. Oh. Um, so before he died, he, he said that Ed Tewksbury had killed him. Oh. Though a deputy named James Hoke, <laughs> who happened to be in the Tewksbury pocket, mm-hmm. claimed that he'd accidentally done it. Oh. And that Ed had nothing to do with it. Oh, of course not. But no, nobody bought that story, and an arrest warrant for Ed was issued. He fled like uh, a yellow-bellied coward that he is. Yellow-bellied sapsucker that he is. <laughs> God. Can you tell I watched Roy Rogers as a kid? Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> then we come to September of 1887, which is only a couple weeks after this. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is all happening really fast. It's been slow build up, and then it's like, boom, yeah. powder keg. Mm-hmm. Explosion of paleontology all over their faces. <laughs> or sheep dags, depending or on Or sheep dags. <laughs> okay. So, the Grams were quite clearly not happy. I can't imagine. <laughs> um, and they rode to the Tewksbury Ranch and hid in some foliage. <laughs> Until they spotted John Tewksbury Jr. and William Jacobs. Have you ever fucking been to Arizona? What foliage? Uh, maybe, yes, I have been to Arizona. Okay. I went snowboarding there, remember? Yes, so what foliage? Um, and maybe like a tumbleweed. Yeah, he hid behind a cactus? <laughs> I can imagine, <laughs> imagine him like with his arms up, like the classic desert exactly. cactus. But I think this is like a more of like a mountainous. Yeah, it's probably up around Sedona. And they do actually have, yeah. Like a place with actual. Yeah, actual foliage. Actual plants that are not. Yes, not tumbleweeds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> So he's hiding in the foliage. They're hiding in the foliage. Mm -hmm. The Grams ambushed and murdered both of them. (laughs) They didn't even bother wording first. No. They just just straight up got out and shot them both. Yeah. Then they went to the cabin and began firing at it. (sighs) Again, like in old West movies where the cowboys are just shooting into a house. (laughs) Like that's what this scene is. That's what's happening here. And this is gross, but it also speaks to my constant assertion that if you're gonna do shit that will lead to murder, your best body disposal method is pigs. Yes. Part of the way through this fight, <laughs> the farm's hogs started eating the bodies of both John and William. See? Which led to John's wife, Eva, coming out of the house with a shovel, and the firing stopped long enough for her to dig a very shallow grave to roll both of their bodies in so that it wouldn't continue to be eaten. And then she went back and into the house. And then she went back into the house and they the started The moment fi- the door shut, they started firing again. <laughs> Where do you... I broke her. I broke... I broke her. She can't word. Ah! <laughs> oh! She's broken. Oh, I am so broken. I'm going to return her to the manufacturer. Oh, seriously. Yeah. What kind of 
this is bananas. Like, a lot of this just doesn't make sense to me. Again, with the pettiness <laughs> and the, the, the... I'm just going to start shooting at your house randomly. Oh, well, stop long enough for me to shallow bury my husband and, and his brother and that friend. are being eaten by the pig. And then I'll go back inside. And then y'all can start shooting again, okay? You know what I mean? For fuck's sake. Um, oh! <laughs> within a few days after that, Andy Cooper slash Blevins, remember oh, him? Oh, yeah, yeah, our wanted criminal. Criminal was in town bragging within earshot of the sheriff about having killed John and William. Oh, dear. So, of course, the sheriff, Commodore P. Owens, <laughs> rode out by himself. Oh, as you would. <laughs> to the Blevins' house to arrest him. Mm-hmm. He did at least take his gun. Not that it was helpful. Side note, <laughs> he was known as a really good shot. Oh, well, And goody. an accurate two-gun shooter, like a Kimbo style, like pew, oh, pew, pew, pew. Okay. Nobody can see this because it isn't a visual medium. Oh, well. <laughs> but I'm doing a motion. Yeah. It was cute. Okay? It was cute. Very cute. Uh, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> it was, it was. Okay. When Owens arrived, 12 members of the Blevins family were there. Okay. He announced that he had a warrant and called for Andy to come out. Mm-hmm. Andy refused. Oh, Wording right. ensued, mm-hmm. which then turned into John Blevins coming out the front door of the house and shooting at Owens. Oh. He missed. Oh. <laughs> Owens returned fire and... Didn't miss. <laughs> did not miss. Yes. <laughs> he wounded John and killed Andy. Well, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, inside the house was a friend of the family, Mose Roberts. <laughs> oh, God. These names do not disappoint. <coughs> Mose Roberts. Oh, my God. Um, who tried to escape by jumping through a window like the cowardly lion did in The Wizard, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Of Oz. <laughs> so-, uh, so Owens killed him, too. Oh, yeah, you know. Uh, Sam Blevins, who was 15 at the time, then fired at Owens and was also killed by him. Um, Sam's full name was Sam Houston Blevins. (laughs) Isn't Sam Houston like a, wasn't that a person? Who was that? That he was the first governor of Texas, I believe. Okay. He was. Also, I thought his name was Sam. I, I think I can't remember if he was at the Alamo or if he responded to the Alamo. I can't remember, but yeah. Anyway, he was something a real, to do. Just remember the Alamo. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, and remember Sam Houston. Yeah, he was. He was. He was a person. Was yeah. he a good person? Or a I don't person? know. He was a person. Okay. Um, the gunfight was over in under a minute and (laughs) resulted in three deaths and one person seriously injured owens did not sustain any injuries because he knew how a gun worked but he did lose his job oh so (laughs) the next thing that happens is that a graham supporter called henry middleton was also (laughs) murdered and this led to the new sheriff, William Mulvinon. <laughs> you had coffee in your mouth? Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> William Mulvinon formed a posse at the instruction of the governor. Oh, my. To stop the killing. Oh, okay. 
but some of this posse was made up of Tewksbury men. <laughs> uh, can you see what's going to happen? I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the writing is on the wall here. <laughs> As will be... Lots and lots of epitaph. Blood spatter and, and brain matter. Brain fragments. Yes, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they ran into some of Graham's men oh, God. while at the Perkins store. The Perkins oh, store. God. I don't know what the Perkins store is, I'm, I'm, but it still exists and it's actually a museum now. I'm guessing the Perkins store And I imagine you was, can go in there and they'll tell you all about it. It was probably just the local... Store. Like general store. Yeah, probably. general store that was run by someone named Perkins. Yeah, well, they were at the Perkins store. Mm -hmm. John Graham and Charles Blevins were just out doing their shopping <laughs> when they were not quite ambushed, but kinda by the posse. They were brutally set upon. They were brutally set upon by the posse who had hidden behind a wall and waited until Graham and Blevins <laughs> came out, then ordered them to put their hands up. However,. <coughs> The men instead bypassed wording and reached for their guns instead. They were both shot and I killed. I was going to say, do these, these, these idiots never learn. They don't. They really don't. Okay. Chlorine in the gene pool. I, you know, honestly. Pool. Chlorine in the gene pool. <laughs> God. The war was so well known at this stage that a man called Tom Horn, who mm -hmm. was like an assassin. Mm-hmm. Seemingly just joined in for fun. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, he was bored of his mining job and thought practice. he'd just go get amongst this. Yeah, it was target practice. Yeah. He claimed to be a mediator, <laughs> but he's also the prime suspect in the Mark Blevins disappearance. Mm -hmm. um, and he also lynched a few grams, so I don't mm. know how much mediating he actually did. Mm. <laughs> I don't think he mediated. <laughs> he didn't do anything mediate. No. <laughs> he did extra larges. <laughs> God. From 1888 to 1892, there were a series of murders and lynchings mm. all connected to the conflict. Wow. But many of them went unsolved. Well. Eventually, Tom Graham who was the last of the Grams, <laughs> and this is a callback to what you said earlier, was shot in the back while delivering a load of wheat. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <sighs> Before he died, he named Ed Tewksbury and John Rhodes, who I don't think appears in this until right now, as his assassins. Ed was tried for this, but there was a mistrial. And in the second trial, he was acquitted because they reasoned that he couldn't have possibly been there because he was somewhere else. Oh my. I guess he suddenly had an alibi. Um, yeah. Um, Ed died in Globe, Arizona in 1904 with no grams left to bother him. Aww. Well, you know what? Now we know who the meddling kids should be looking for. It was old man Tewksbury. What did it? It was. We, we, we have now determined anything that happens, it was a Tewksbury. It was what a Tewksbury. It's a Tewksbury what did it. That's it. This ended oh up God. being the bloodiest and longest lasting range war in American <laughs> history. It nearly wiped out both the Grams and Tewksbury. It did wipe out the Grams. Mm -hmm. um, and was the cause of anywhere between 30 to 50 plus deaths. Wow. It's also one of the reasons that Arizona's statehood was delayed 
as Congress was of the opinion that Arizona was lawless and unfit for statehood. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. Because Congress is so much better. Well, yeah, now. <laughs> yep. Wow. So, that's my story. I cannot believe I've, I did not know anything about this. I know. I, mean, I knew who Tom Horn, I have heard that name. Oh, what do, I mean. And just what you said. I mean, he was just a, yeah. A bit of an assassin. Yeah, assassin. he was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. he, he liked to hire himself out to take care of your business for you. Boy, do I have some jobs for him. Oh, you and me both, sweetheart. But, yeah. We just need a good necromancer. <laughs> And, and then our little tribe of, would be complete. <laughs> God. All right, kid. Is that okay. us? That is us. All right. Cool. So, thank you so much to everybody who listens to us blabber on about stuff we find interesting. <laughs> and and make fun of everything that we find. And int- <laughs> don't get too terribly offended by us. Yes, yes. The not getting offended is, is always helpful. Yeah. But yeah, and to everyone who's like joined that Facebook group, thank you so much. That is so kind, guys. Invite Seriously. your friends, invite your family, invite people you don't know or like. Okay. Just oh, if spam you don't, oh, everyone. If you don't like them, that would be really cool. If you want to get rid of a friend, it's like the we online how... equivalent of a glitter bomb. Okay, just <laughs> know, do it. We it's can worth help. It. We can help you get rid of people yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Tewksbury them for you. <laughs> we'll be the Tewksbury to your problem. <laughs> oh, my God. The Tom Horn to your problem. That's us. We'll oh. rustle you some cattle. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, if you goodness. want, you can find us Pretty anywhere. much everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's my understanding. Um, What's our next bit that we say? <laughs> Oh, just where to email us. Okay, so if you have any questions, comments, want to chat, want to yarn, have an idea. Yeah, ideas are good. Ideas are great. Yes. Um, Email just, us on. Yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at. Yeah, that happened pod. Twitter, not that I ever use it, at YTH Podcast. Uh, Facebook at Yeah, that happened. And our Facebook group is uh, Yeah, that happened podcast group. Yay! See, you remembered that. It's not even written down. Oh, no, it's written down. Oh, oh are okay, you kidding, kidding me? Seriously? Just kidding. You um, met me, right? Please, please, please join that group if this is in your ear hole right now because we love getting to know you all. Yes, we do. Oh, and on top of that, oh, and our, our, our download situation. Oh, yeah. I haven't shared this yet, but like a week or two ago, yes. we got like a little badge from our podcast host saying that we've gotten like 5,000 downloads. Yeah. So, yay. Thank you guys so much. Yes. Thank you. Everyone. Yes. Um, If you want to each download it like 20 times <laughs> oh, don't each. Be, don't be greedy, dear. Like a little sheep. <laughs> <laughs> She'll cut the dags off. Look. Oh, we're terrible. I will not volunteer to de-dag you. <laughs> okay, good. That was... will not be a Patreon okay, good. level. Good, good. good. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't. I, I I know more now than I ever needed to about that. So you know. But yeah, if you liked us exclusively, if you liked us, please do rate and review. It really does like help other people to find us and mm-hmm. share. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, and for heaven's sake, keep sharing those lovely memes or whatever. Oh my God, or is that what they are? And it gives me yeah. life. Yeah, that's 
that's the name for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. word. I did. I did actually word you it correctly. <laughs> no, I can't. But she's trying. But I did guys. get that word right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. And yeah, keep sharing them because yeah, I'm gonna be real stone for the next week. Oh yeah. So it you would could, seem yeah, with so, all the painkillers that it looks like they're gonna have to give me for these bloody wisdom teeth. Yep. So um. Yeah, share some really good ideas, and while she's stoned, she'll go along with with it. (laughs) Exactly. Please, please do. Oh my God! Is that us? That's us. So we're out. Yep. Thanks for listening listening to all all the worthless worthless shit we know. Bye. Bye.